This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. I am Jamie Jennings, and you're listening to a special episode of Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 26th. It's episode 2169, and we are recording at the Land Rover Kentucky three-day event presented by Mars Equestrian. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Weathervita, Morton Buildings, and Cashel Company. Good morning, Horse World. Well, we want to thank Weatherbeta for once again being our title sponsor for this coverage. Weatherbeta's spring turnout blanket collection features the latest in their Comfortech range. Not sure what fits you or your horse? Check out Weatherbeta's blanket ID tool at weatherbeta.com. Well, we are on the concourse here in the covered arena in front of the food, which is fantastic. And, and a lot of vendors. And a lot of vendors <laughs> in here. We're fortunately out of the rain. It's kind of intermittently raining throughout the morning, and I see some pretty heavy wind. It feels like, I don't know, it feels like Oklahoma. Screw it. Could have just moved here. Um, and Jamie, I looked this morning and this is our eighth time doing uh, this event together. They haven't kicked us out yet. It's amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> and, and we are super... Oh my gosh, I finally got to meet my co-host. It seems weird, but we've been talking for years and Joy is here from Retired Racehorse Radio. Hey guys. Also, I did want to mention that this is also being broadcast on the Eventing Radio Show. Mm-hmm. So for all the Eventing Radio Show listeners, welcome to our silliness here from Horses in the Morning. All of... Uh, actually, some of your hosts are busy, right? Riding here this weekend, Joe Meyer is riding, Liz Holiday Sharp is riding, and Max is helping Joe uh, as his groom this time. So they're all kind of busy to get a show out. So we're going to put both of our episodes. We're going to do one this morning. This is Friday morning after one day of dressage yesterday, heading into the second day now. And then we're going to do another show Sunday morning before the jumping. And you will hear from eventers throughout this show. We are going to talk to Elisa Wallace in just a minute. And who knows who else we will have, show up. Uh, well, you have the top three. We're going to hear from all of them. We have Felix Vogg from Switzerland. He was uh, in the press conference yesterday. You're also going to hear from one of your hosts here on the Eventing Radio Show. Liz Holiday Sharp has a special message for you guys. And also Buck Davidson talks about the three of the, his horses that he's riding. I I, I, you know, he would have probably done 10, but, you know, they wouldn't let him. <laughs> they so. wouldn't let him, yeah. <laughs> so Buck is going to talk about that. And we have uh, many other guests coming up. Uh, you have Rosie Napravnik coming Are up. Are you so jealous? I, I am, because for years we wanted three people I've wanted. Kaylee Kuko is probably here because her husband is riding this afternoon in the jumpers. So he, she's probably here. We're going to pr- go find her. And then we had Rosanya Pravnik, who I also really wanted to talk to, and then Carrie Underwood. But you found one of the three yesterday. I did. I've already met Carrie, so I didn't need to <laughs> spend any time wasting time finding her. Yeah, so I found Rosie yesterday, and she was kind enough to sit down. So we're going to hear from her in just a little bit. Very good. Well, Joy, this is your first time. It's my first. At the Kentucky <gasps> Horse Park. Ever. Girl, you're a Land Rover virgin? I am. She's a it's Kentucky Horse Park virgin. Oh, that my too. God. I've never been here, you know, having a strictly Western dad and 
my mom's afraid of jumping. This is the first time as a grown adult I can make a decision. And of course, we drive in this morning. It's pouring down rain. She can't see anything, right? No, it doesn't it's matter. It's still so pretty. It's so green and amazing. Yeah. It's lovely here. It was here. worth it. It's well, make sure you go up to the Hall of Champions and you walk around the Breeds Barn. And you do mm-hmm. do a little bit of the Kentucky Horse Park stuff that they have here. Oh, Today's absolutely. a great day to do it. And then, of course, we'll all be tonight at the Open Barn and Barbecue at New Vocations. Open, they say open barn and barbecue. Take off that inn on that barn. It's also an open bar. And we're going to talk to Nick Larkin there. And, you know, it's sponsored by Tito's Vodka. What? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, So, anyway, we're going to be there and it's going to be a lot of fun. And hopefully, Mm -hmm. you guys buy your tickets. You can go to New Vocation. uh, Actually, um, yeah, new, uh, what's their website? Uh, Horseadoption.com. Horse okay. Yep. It's too and easy. Of course, you know. Your show is Retired Racehorse Radio. They can find yes. all our podcast players on the Horse Radio Network. Yeah, Dorothy yeah. Crowell for our adventures. She was just on this past episode, mm-hmm. so go check it out. Retired Racehorse Radio on Instagram, Facebook, yep. and websites. And we'll be putting up uh, social media all through the weekend, so make sure to follow it so it's like you're there with us. We're going to have Tick Maynard on the next episode. Yeah. It's going to be action-packed. Be it's really fun to do, so... Check that out and stick around. And thanks for joining us here. Well, we're going to get started. We always start our Horses in the Morning show with the Daily Winnie. And we have a live one. Jennifer got accosted by one of our listeners in line or saw her yesterday and said that they play our show in the barn every day. So she has a special Daily Winnie for us right now. I have a Daily Winnie from Gabby, too. April Shapiro at Forest Street Stables. Ah, she listens to the show every morning. So Gabby trapped me here in front of the Horse Sport Ireland booth to take a selfie. It was so much fun. Well, coming up first, as far as guests are concerned, I had a chance to catch up with my old co-host of the WEG show, Samantha Clark, who also covers eventing for a bunch of different places. And she gives us a little preview of what's coming up and who's riding. So Samantha, so good to see you again. So So good to see you. It's been, what, six months? Feels like six years ago. That's <laughs> been a while. You're our color commentary for Land Rover here. Tell us what the fans at home that aren't necessarily eventing fans, what they should look out for and who they should look out for this time. They should, well, tomorrow, Friday, today, Friday, this morning, you should look out for, let's see who's coming first, Piggy French, 10.08 this morning. She could take the lead. And she's from England. She's from England. She was on the World Equestrian Games team gold medal winning team for Great Britain. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. (laughs) Um, She's going to be awesome. Look out for Dom Schramm. He's going to be awesome. He might not take the lead, but he's still going to be awesome. And we love him. Look out for last year's winner, Cooley Masterclass and Oliver Townend. And look out for Philip Dutton on Z, also at the WEG last year. So those, those are the heavy hitters. Also look out for Sharon White and look out for Doug Payne. Also, look out for look out for everyone. <laughs> look out for Boyd Martin on Touch Leg, also at the WEG, and on really good form this year. And without wanting to jinx him, and Silver didn't want to jinx him, his wife, but she also agrees with me. I agreed with her. Whatever, he's on good form and he looks good, and the horse looks fantastic. So, Boyd hasn't broken anything this year. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're all knocking on wood. <laughs> so, if, did you pick your top three? I picked uh, Oliver, Piggy, Philip, and Liz. I picked little, four. little British heavy there, aren't you? No, I picked two of each. 
Okay. This is American. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now, yeah, did you box true. them or is it one, Yeah, two, did three, you four? box them? I didn't box them, but having watched the dress today, Liz left the door open a bit. She didn't, she'd been worried about her changes. She didn't get them. So there's room for, now I can put one, two, three, Oliver, Piggy, Oliver. Oh, I don't know about Piggy or Oliver. I'll box those two. <laughs> Piggy and Oliver, Philip. Philip will finish on his dressage score. Well, it's a good thing we're not allowed to bet here in the United States. On, on we should be. You used to be able to bet at badminton. They used to have this wonderful um, bar at the head of the lake, run by two guys who do horse racing um, bars, and they used to, you could go in there, have a drink, have some champagne, and then make bets. And they made a fortune. I, I, don't, know why, I don't know why they're not allowed to do it anymore. <laughs> I bet they did. And I think I suggested it to someone here, and everyone went, no, that's not a good idea. Well, let's talk about cross-country. If I know you, and I haven't <gasps> talked to you about it's this yet, big. I haven't talked to you about this yet, but there's I've a secret. Been, Samantha's walked it 85 times. I've been walking it as it's being built. I've seen every jump, uh, you know, since October. I was right then. Yeah. It's about 85 times. Yeah. yeah. So you know better than anybody. What what makes this year's different than previous years? Um, there are some new fences on course. Uh, it's there's a lot of big oxes and parallels. It's um, there's a lot of skinnies. I think there's that 15 penalty rule that the riders are all worried about. The new rule is so that if you, especially on the, there's a lot of skinny jumps that you have to jump between the red and white flags. But now the rule is if your horse doesn't, you know, you used to be able to knock the flag down or yeah, just get matter. your shoulder between yeah. where the flags were. But now you have to jump your whole horse between where the flags were. So even if you knock the flag down, if you haven't jumped where the flag was, you're going to be penalized. So if the butt comes over a little and is a little out where, where the flag was, then that's it. Doesn't, it. Count. it doesn't count. You're going to get 15 penalties and you can pick up three, four or five or six 15 penalties as you go around the course. You won't be eliminated, but you're going to get mm. hundreds of penalties. And is that new for this year? That's new for this year. And there's a big petition going on right now. To I abolish know, that. To, and there was like because it's tens of thousands fractions of, of And they, they need cameras. That's the problem is you need cameras at jumps to determine whether the horse has gone where the flag was. And it's going to take hours and hours is it the jump to judge review. Is determining that No, now? it's going to be the ground jury at the end of the day. And it's going to really? take hours. Exactly. And it's going to take hours. And this isn't is really not in the spirit so of So they're sport. actually setting up cameras on, on each combination and each... Where they think they might have problems. And what I would recommend recommend you do is go back and listen to the eventing radio show where they had harry mead on as a guest and he was fantastic uh he'll explain it much better than i can and he also had some other really good points that i thought he was so impressive it was a really really good okay. show yeah. listen to that before you listen to me and don't listen to glenn <laughs> don't ever listen to me so <laughs> but come to rolex watch the live stream if you can't come and the live stream's so free. Fun. There's a, a couple There's of There's a code. Free yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. A, yeah, you just have to sign up for the code. Yeah. yeah. And John Kyle is fantastic. fantastic. Oh Best announcer ever in the world. Yes. yes. Such good value, even right. if he is free. So you're looking forward to it? Of course. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm on giddy with excitement. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Samantha. Yes. Well, the first person we ran into here at uh, Land Rover was Delia from Kentucky Performance Products. Hi, Delia. Hi, guys. Last time we saw you in person was at WEG in a rainy, very rainy day. Yes, it was a, it was a very different environment, that's for sure. You're nice. Uh, you're down here, actually. Kentucky Performance Products has a booth for those of you that are here. They are on Gilt Edge Lane, which is on the floor of the old indoor arena where all the vendors are. So you'll find, you'll find them down here. You can come ask any questions. But there's one product in particular that I know has been doing very well for you guys. You want to talk about it? Sure, yeah, we've got a new product for uh, metabolic syndrome and insulin resistance. The product is called InsulinWise, and it's a product that we're really, really excited about and getting phenomenal feedback uh, from the field since we launched it as well. 
but just in short, we have a study that we did at Michigan State University on the product on a group of uh, metabolic syndrome horses, and we saw some really significant improvements in these horses from reduced insulin levels uh, to a significant weight loss as well with these horses. So it's, a, it's an exciting product, and uh, the feedback has just been phenomenal since we launched it. Now, is it prescription? It is part of our uh, veterinary line, yes, so contact your veterinarian and they'll be able to get the product for you. And what feedback have you been getting from the vets? The feedback that we've been getting from the vets is um, across the board that they're very amazed with the weight loss that they're seeing in a short period of time and also on some laminitic cases that they're seeing significant improvement again in a short period of time. Um, and then obviously overall when they're monitoring the blood levels over a long period of time that they are seeing that reduction in insulin levels. But just from observation, they're telling me within the first couple of weeks that they can see significant improvement. And some of these guys are pretty hard to impress, so we're, we're, ha- we're, we're happy <laughs> well, that we're getting that impressed. kind of fe- yeah. that feedback. Now, for somebody who lives somewhere where their veterinarian might be a multi-species vet who might not be familiar with the, the wiser concepts, where should somebody tell their vet to check this out? Where can they find more information for the veterinarians? They can go on um, our website, which is kppvet.com, um, or they can uh, call our office and we can uh, send them out information. And if they don't carry the product, we do have a program available that we can get the product to their client for them as well without, without them having to actually get to the have, product. They don't have to have shelf after shelf of products. Correct, correct. Right. We have a system that we can give them a code and then we'll be able to get the product to their client. So there's easy, plenty, easy. easy, easy, easy to get the product to the client. So just contact us and we'll, we'll take it from there. So KPPUSA.com or KPPVet.com. Is that correct? That's correct. All right, thanks, Steve. And uh, come and see us here. We've got some great giveaways. We've got some real neat KPP buckets that we're giving away and T-shirts and stall cards. <laughs> and we're also doing a drawing for a year's supply of our electrolytes. So come down and see us, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Next up, we got to get some sound from the press conference last night after day one of dressage. And the order after day one of the top three is Felix Vogg, and he is out of Switzerland. He has been stationed here in the United States for the last year, but is heading back home. I found out he's also like BFFs with Michael Young. Yes, he is, yeah. and he mentioned that yesterday. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> and he was I sitting dropped in that the, name. <laughs> he was in first place, whereas Michael was usually sitting in that yeah. seat. For all the eventing radio show fans, you're going to hear one of your hosts next, Liz Holiday Sharp. She, uh, I have the sound from what she had to say at the press conference about her ride. She is in second place with De Niro after a day one. That'll all change a little bit today as the riders go through on Friday. But she had a score of thirty point nine, and she was pretty happy with that, although you'll hear what she has to say about her flying changes. Uh, yeah, I was really, really pleased with De Niro Z. This is his second five-star, um, his first time at Kentucky, and um, it's never easy being third to go and so early on, and um, I really felt that he, he gave me everything he had, and um, I was a little bit disappointed with the score, not going to lie. Um, he does very much struggle with flying changes, and they definitely weren't perfect today, but I sort of had hoped that we'd done enough to into the high 20s um, regardless but um, either way I, I'm thrilled with the horse like he gave me everything he was perfect in the atmosphere and he really pushed and did phenomenal trial work so um, he, he is a real trier and I think once he mechanically understands the clean changes better he'll be at the, the top of the board and we'll just keep on working this question is for Liz so far this season you've kind of been on fire bringing home a lot of really great results 
Do you feel like that's giving you an advantage to bring that momentum into, roll, into Land Rover, or is that just adding a little extra pressure? No, I mean, obviously it's great to have had a, a really good season, and um, all our horses have really been on fire. And I think it, it helps. De Niro's felt great. You know, he's come out and done every run the best that he can. And I think that's probably the, the thing that gives me the most confidence coming in here is knowing that he's he has been feeling great. And my last run on him sort of ticked the boxes that we needed to do and had our prep run. And that's probably the most important thing is that knowing that the horse you're sitting on is uh, you feel prepared. I think that, that makes a really huge difference. I wondered if you guys could each just speak a little bit about the cross-country course and your thoughts on it. Uh, yeah, I, I always love Derek's courses. I think he's a brilliant course designer, and he always brings something different, and I think he's done that again this year. Um, he's He sort of tries to keep you guessing a little bit. You know, it wouldn't be the same, but he always builds a good, bold, forward-riding track that rewards that, um, and I like that about his course design. Um, I think this it'll be interesting to ride De Niro here because his last five-star was at the Moulin, which was his first one, and it's a very, very, very different course. The Moulin was very, very twisty through the trees, and this is a much more big, open, galloping track. And big, will, I hope, reward a, a big, bold, jumping horse, which is what he is. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll know a lot more at the end of the day on Saturday, but um, I, think, I think it's a fair course, and there's a, a lot of questions uh, and a lot to do out there, but I'm looking forward to getting out there with Nero. So I am here with your host of the Inventing Radio <laughs> Show, Liz, who's doing very well, Liz. Good job. Oh, thank you so much. It's great to be here. It's great to be in the press conference. Um, I'm really proud of my horse, and there's there's a lot to do here still this week. It's only it's only Thursday, so um, but it's always nice to be here at the, at the front. So your fans are all going to be watching at home on you on Saturday. What do you have to tell them to watch for? What are the what are the jumps to watch for? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's a five-star, so it's yeah, pretty tough. But... Um, yeah, I think I think the lake is an intense water question. That'll be fun to watch. Uh, the Normandy Bank is is very tough, and look, there's a lot to jump at the end of the course. It's it's pretty intense it all the way around. It is heavy at the end. Yeah, it's very heavy. I think it's going to after you've just run gonna up be that tough long for, distance. For a horse. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be tough at the end. So I think there's lots to watch everywhere. Really, is he good at the end? I mean, does he still have some left? Look, he was, he was really good at Le Moulin, but I think any horse will be tired at the end. But he is a, a good, powerful jumper, and he tries very hard, and he has a, a, a heart the size of, a, of anything. So he's, uh, I know he'll keep trying for me, and I hope I've got him fit enough. I think I do. And the so. funny question always comes up here in Kentucky because it always rains or snows or something. So, <laughs> something random. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I'm third out of the box. So oh, yeah, um, you'll be fine. From that standpoint, <laughs> I guess that's the only good thing that's about going that early. Yeah, exactly. It's the only yeah. good thing about going that early is that you got the best of the ground. So um, I'm just going to try to be as smooth as I can and give my horse the best ride I can. And I think he'll he'll try hard for me. So well, I know all together the we'll radio there. show fans are going to be rooting. Thank you very much. Of course, our coverage is brought to you this year, as it is every year, by Weatherbeta. Looking to give your horse the ultimate fly protection this upcoming season? Check out Weatherbeta's spring fly sheet range, from soft, durable, and lightweight material to UV block protection. Your horse is not only being protected against pesky predators, but also harmful UV rays and more. Visit weatherbeta.com to learn more about which fly sheet will best suit your needs. And if you are here at Land Rover, one-stop equine shop will be the only booth representing the products. One-stop equine shop. They will be carrying mostly Dublin, but also some Saxon and Weatherbeta dog coats. Check it out, weatherbeta.com. And they're located right outside the indoor in the tent row that's right behind the indoor here. Thank you for pointing that out because I am heading there <laughs> shortly. <laughs>
And next up, we have a favorite of everybody's. He's riding three horses here, and that's Buck Davidson. He had 127 entered, but they yes. made him scale <laughs> back him to three. Three, And, of course, Park Trader is the one. 17-year-old Irish sport horse was the one that he was in second place or in third place with yesterday. And here's what he had to say about that and some of his other horses. Um, for me, same as Liz, I went second. Um, Park Trader's maybe not fantastic at that at this phase, but he's really maturing and getting better, and he should be 17 now. Um, but he did as well as he can possibly do. Um, he did all four flying changes um, as well as he can. Um, he made no mistakes, and um, you know maybe a little bit later he'd be a little bit better score, but very happy with that score and. Um, uh, not too disappointed to be on 32 and have him going into the next phase. Um, and uh, I know he, I'm not here for, because of him, but Jack, my style, did it better than he knows how to do anything at all. And um, he just did every movement better than he knows how and, um, just now. And uh, very excited about my first two rides. Buck, I wondered if you could just uh, kind of compare and contrast the three horses you've had here this weekend in terms of their mm -hmm. characters. Are they similar or different in, in the way you have to ride them? Are they quite similar to ride or do you really have to adjust your style for each one? Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, I, I love all three. They're completely different. Park Trader is his own sort of animal. You, you just sort of hang on and you don't worry about how many strides anything is and you don't. Um, he's just a little bit unique. He every once in a while jumps the fence a little bit unorthodox, um, but he's a very good galloping horse, um, very, very brave. Um, and so, you know, he's a little bit temperamental in everything, but, um, you know, I, I really like him. Jack, my style, is a, a off-the-track thoroughbred. Um, he's, a, he's a galloper as well. Um, he wouldn't be the scopiest or the most classical horse over the jumps, but he, he tries to get from one side to the other. Um, He's, you know, he's very nice to ride, he's very normal, he doesn't over jump anything and um, so you sort of know where you are all the time with him. Um, and then uh, Copper Beach is uh, sort of a Labrador compared to these two. They're sort of whippets or greyhounds and uh, Copper Beach is a Labrador. He's a hard to steer and he just gets a little bit, he's just a little bit funny but um, he's an out and out competitor. And, one thing I can say about all three of these horses is they compete. Um, they give you their best in the ring, and uh, when the lights shine, they, they show up. So, um, you know, um, I, I like all of them. Um, Kobe, Park Trader's been here, I think this is his sixth time. Um, proud of that, that he can keep going for this one. That's pretty cool. And, um, <clears throat> you know, Copper Beach, I think this is his third time. He was in the top 10 last year, so hopefully we can go a little bit forward from that. And um, Jack, uh, you know, want to have a good safe round and uh, he's pretty quick because that. I wondered if you guys could each just speak a little bit about the cross-country course and your thoughts on it. Yeah, I think what these guys said right for me it's deceivingly hilly here from the from the start box all the way up to the quarry is a long pull um, and then you get a little you get a minute to come down the hill to the lake um, but then you got to go back uphill and um, it's a course that sort of lulls you in at the beginning to think it's just a big open galloping track and then it gets very very technical at the end um so being smooth and uh as felix said having a, a very fit horse is, is going to be a key i think and uh, be interesting when i go early um just to find out you know how tired they get because you need some energy at the end of the course there's a lot of jumping at the end this year almost more than at the beginning so um 
you know, it'll be, uh, I guess we'll be the ones that let everybody know. So um, <clears throat> hopefully I have the right one going first. Well, one of our other terrific sponsors, for most things we do at the Kentucky Horse Park, it seems like, Road to the Horse and uh, and this event, is the Cashel Company. They have tons of practical products many of us use every day. One of the most popular is the Crusader Fly Mask. Why is it one of the most popular masks in the world? It has patented three-hole cap that eliminates forelock damage. And Jennifer loves that because my pony scooter's forelock gets ripped out every summer. Its unique design keeps the mesh away from the eye area, making the Crusader the most comfortable on the market. And that mesh is durable and blocks 70% of UV rays. Available in standard and standard with ears option. If you are here at Land Rover, you can find them at the Valley Vet booth or visit the website at cashelcompany.com. That is the Crusader fly mask. Oh my gosh, one of my favorite people on the planet just sat down, Elisa Wallace. Hello. Hi. I mean, and you, Timothy. And me. <laughs> Whatever. How my are husband. you? Doing well. No, come on, don't lie to me. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm glad to be here. You're here with your Mustangs. Uh-huh. Sadly, Johnny decided to take a vacation and not come. How is it being here without him? It sucks. Uh, I love having Johnny here. Yeah. Um, but... It's amazing to be able to be at Kentucky even so it's I'm I'm always blessed to be able to come and do the demos and um, it's kind of the opportunity to give back a little bit. So mm-hmm. for all of our sponsors and the fans, um, I really enjoy I was able to do a course walk yesterday and that was really fun. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's great being here. It's just a little disappointing, I guess, is like, not, yeah. I don't know, is this that as a competitor and just. Oh, it's like uh. it's like when you're younger and you go volunteer at a horse trial and you're like, I just want to ride. Yeah. I know the feeling. We yeah, all do. and I mean, he's doing. He's just a little naughty in his paddock, and luckily I caught it early. Yeah, and uh, so he is back in work. Um, he looks great, so he'll he'll be ready for the fall. We're aiming for uh, the AECs, which will be here. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's so the AECs are at the Kentucky Horse Park this year. Correct. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I haven't qualified for that in so long. I forgot. <laughs> forgot about it. Room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's. I'm so glad you brought Rune and Fledge. How'd the demos go yesterday? They were actually really good. You know, they Fledge knows his comic shtick that yeah. he likes to do, and sure enough, he did it. Um, I saw him a picture of him jumping over a yeah. dressage arena. He thinks I, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks that's quite hysterical to just jump in and out. And so, whatever, we jump in and out of the dressage ring. Um, and, but yeah, he was actually, you know, I had to be pretty sensitive to his feelings at some point and just let him be. Yeah. Um, but they were, they were good boys. Yeah. You know, I, I can always depend on them and, you know, I'm really busy throughout the year. So oftentimes I'm like, come on boys, let's, uh, you guys got to do your tricks and stuff. And they're, yeah. they're great. And yeah. how many horses do you have right now? Any Mustangs? I know you've got a makeover horse or oh, nine. She's not allowed to say Timothy's here. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> they don't care. Um, I have, well, I've got my three Mustangs, so Fledge, Rune, and Wynn. And then um, I sold, uh, Dorado has his new home oh, in yay. Michigan. So You're a big winner. Yeah, he was awesome. And so I, I'm going to be doing another Mustang this year. I have also two RRP horses, and I've got one here, um, my play big horse, uh, a.k.a. Gamble, and he'll be doing um, the demo at 4 o'clock today, the RRP. 
Yeah. So I'm actually really excited about him. He's such a cool horse. When I found him, he was crippled. This is the one we it's talked one to you about that, that you tra- kind of traded, or is that the other one? This is the one that was. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I watched the I video for you, him. I you, know I paid money. Yeah, for no, him this to is the one live. that you led out and like couldn't even walk. Yeah, had coffin bone infections, and mm. he's out killing it now on cross country. Yeah, he's such a little superstar, and oh. he, you know he's been here, and I'm not quite sure this is like his third outing, kind of going. And he's just like going with the flow. Um, so I'm really, he's a cool horse. I'm, and he's big and he's big boned and he's a nice moving. So he kind of is like that thoroughbred that people are, that's a thoroughbred? Yeah. And then yeah. my other one is the stereotypical. That's a crazy thoroughbred? Mm-hmm. Yep. We so have that. Yeah. He stayed at home because he just needed, this would be a little too much for him, a little too soon. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. They're incredibly talented horses. So excited for them both. Good. I can't wait to, to see you. We're, we're still stabling together at the makeover. I'm going to stable next to your calm horse to help my. She's loop. stalking you. You know, you can tell her now, right? <laughs> I see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not allowed to. Oh, gosh. Timothy's here, too. Yeah, hi, Timothy. Timothy. It's been a long hey, time. You, uh, long-time listeners of uh, Horses in the Morning will recognize Timothy. I'm back. Did she eat back? Yeah, so uh, how have you been? Been great. Uh, chapter two. Yeah, get real of close. my like horse hubby experience has sort of just begun. We just acquired some property in near Ocala. me. Yeah, so we're really excited about that. He's a farmer. I'm now a farmer. It's a hard life being a farmer. I'm spending a lot <laughs> of time on a tractor. He's got a farmer's hand. I had no idea. I had no idea. I thought more land was always better. The more you get, the better. No, I mean, the more it land is. you got, the more time you end up spending on a tractor. I've got t- tractor tans now. Like the tops of my hands have tractor tans like it's it's pretty great stuff but i i, I want to return to this thing this cro- this uh course walk that we did yesterday that elisa did yesterday i heard that it you were like spectacular it so was easy it was for the retired racehorse project yeah which is again fantastic organization and sponsored by mars equestrian and mars equestrian of course is just doing amazing things for the sport the uh the cross how many people were at the cross i don't know i can't count walk there's a lot of people it was at least a million it was, yeah. it, was, wow, it was close Lisa. to a million. You are, you are so popular. He's exaggerating. <laughs> there were 7 million people following Elisa Wallace on Cross Country yesterday. 7 million. Ridiculous. I heard, did you say 10 million 10 people? Million. They laughed oh and they're like, goodness. I don't even know what she's talking about. She, they're just lucky yeah. she's got that Could they even hear you around. in the back of that 10 million people? No, it's very difficult because I, when I talk, I, Timothy had to constantly be like, honey, you need to like look at Use them because they can't voice. hear you. Yes. <laughs> because when I'm talking, I, I, like to, I have to look at the jumps. Because so my thought process, mm-hmm. but that's really hard when you've got they a group didn't of people. They did at least give you a bullhorn. No, next time we need yeah, to have need a bullhorn. We need they, to they were expecting, like seriously, they were expecting a crowd of people. They were not expecting this crowd of people. Um, at jump yeah. five, she's so popular. Mars gave out real, again, it's really, of the candy, really generous. Y'all. They gave <laughs> out like sacks of goodie bags <laughs> oh. for participants. Uh, they they ran out. They had free to go and stuff. get more. They it love was just free really stuff great. here. So, <laughs> so seriously, it was about two hundred people who it participated in this course he's, walk. He's, he's, free stuff. Well, we have huge. to walk around with Elisa, so we'll do that. It was just really amazing. So Rosie, who we are going to have on in a little bit, she Rosie Napravnik was on your course. Oh, yeah, walk. I'm pretty sure she asked me the question about cantering in the water. Yeah. How that affects them. And I was like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying. and then I thought about it. And I was like, well, yes, of course, the canter. Yeah. Um, there you go. Perfect. Sorry. Um, the canter is affected in the water. So was, I had questions that people asked me that I think sometimes when I'm kind of asked point blank, I'm kind of like, 
I don't she know. came I don't back know. and she was ride. like, "Alisa, I just got off the course walk with Alisa," and she kept saying, "I wish there was a something else here. Oh, this course looks so easy. Oh, this I, thing here." And yeah, she uh, kept accusing you of color really easy. I didn't say it was really easy. I She's said, like, "I think they should add a jump here and add a jump here." <laughs> well, now I do like cross country to be really hard because I have a really good cross country horse. Yeah, knock um, out but the, the thing about Derek DeGrazzi's courses is you can never underestimate it. Yeah. So while you go and you walk it and you're you know us i'm being honest and sometimes too much and i'm on the inside i'm like oh there's just a little just come on like i gotta you you want to move up Give me like, something scary yeah let's yeah. like make this really hard like yeah. hard but i mean it's a five star and it's Derek grazi and it's kentucky and it's going to be and it's got we've got weather got, so it's all yeah the, it's the going perfect the weather is really going to i think amp it a little bit more yeah um, but you know, it's just once you've been around there and, and a couple of, you start to go back between other courses when, I mean, geez, the 2015, when we had that gnarly coffin here yeah, and that was really tough. So it's just kind of things that are in your mind. And sometimes you'll walk it and be like, nah, that was easy. And then you're like, it wasn't easy at yeah. all. But I've yeah. just learned that when I say that, no, you have to really respect it and never underestimate a course. There's no resting fences. Well, and five speaking stars. of underestimating no. courses, uh, we talked to Samantha Clark earlier in the show about the new the new flag rule that everybody's oh so happy about. So what? what what's your everybody opinion? sign and, that signature thing? Yeah, please. she explained it, but what you know? What's your opinion on it? I, I mean, think it's stupid. How are they ever? You won't even it's know too, you scored till the next day. It's too I, honestly. I mean, it's. It's making it too complicated, like to sit there and I mean, there someone posted videos on Facebook and they said these people got 15 penalties. The horses were directly over the. I mean, like it's too it's much. A, at first, human. A it's a judge yeah. judgment yeah. call at first, but then they have all of the supposed to have one of those iPads out there at, at the angles to make sure, and then watch them back later. Yeah, I it's, mean, I just feel like. I mean, then then you think about it, and you go back and you watch um, Olympics, and you know, was Philip in? Would he have gotten fifteen? Like, it, it's because dressage is just not subjective enough. They need <laughs> have to introduce some, more yeah. subjectivity Good to this sport. Like uh, you're right. You're right. So, well, you guys, thank you so much for stopping by, and we will see you at the four o'clock demo. Where is it? So, anybody listening? Walnut can, Arena. Walnut Arena. Uh, the Mustangs. There, the right? Mustangs are at two thirty. Two thirty. Perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And Rosie's going to be there with you. Yes, I think there's a couple of us, actually. So it'll be good. All right. I'll be walking. I didn't get that phone call, Glenn. Nobody called me asking for me to bring Baby Groot to. No, not so much. We'll see, though. Yeah. Well, we'll see you there. And I'm super excited to have you on. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Timothy. Hey, Timothy, it's been fun again. Absolutely. We'll do it again. Morton Buildings understands the importance of providing a safe building for horses and a stylish facility for their owners. That's why equine enthusiasts, no matter the discipline, choose Morton to construct their buildings. The Morton M on the building has served as a symbol of quality for more than a century. From stall barns to riding arenas and steel siding to stone, Morton Buildings has countless features and options to choose from for a truly customized building constructed by experienced crews who understand the importance of safety and backed by the strongest non-pro-rated warranty in the industry. The end result is a beautiful building that you can be proud to own for years to come. Visit mortonbuildings.com. And as an aside... 
everything I just read is completely true, and they're amazing, and I love my barn. I'm you so excited. You just got one brand new, I like did. a month old. And I swear, you guys, I wh- whatever I said, they just made happen. It was amazing, and it was. I'm just the crews were amazing. The guys, the sales, everybody. Now, were you was able to design awesome. a little bit, or was it I designed? Every inch of it, which sounds tedious, but if you're a horse girl, we have opinions. (laughs) And I love Charles, my my sales guy. He goes, every horse person is different, and they're all right. (laughs) I was like, dang, you know it. I mean, every inch of that design of that building was completely designed by me. And then a truck delivers this thing, and they put it together, and it's exactly what I designed. I'm super happy, and it's gorgeous. The barn is awesome. And I'm really happy. Anyway, very cool. Check out check out MortonBuildings.com for your very own new barn. And now coming up is a retired jockey, right? Okay, Rosie Napravnik has been in the Kentucky Derby. She rode the Kentucky Derby with pants on fire. She has won two Kentucky Oaks. She won a Breeders' Cup Distaff. Now she's a mom of two. She's like killing it, in, and she's still galloping. With her husband, who's oh, a trainer. She? Yeah. She's a ridiculously amazing chick jockey, and she is a badass. And I was lucky to sit down with her yesterday, just after her course walk with Elisa. So let's take a listen. Rosie Napravnik. Rosie, hello. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, sorry, we pulled you off the course walk with Elisa Wallace. How was that going? Um, it was great. Uh, we, I Actually, I bowed out at, at the head of the lake, so it was really cool to see that. And um I was just mapping out where I want to watch from on Saturday. What was your impression of Elisa doing the course walk? Well, she has ultra confidence. <laughs> um, she 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 kept commenting on how she wished the course was more difficult and what? She, yeah. So, but you know, it's good to have that kind of confidence. Absolutely. Now, um, obviously, you know, I, I I've done an intro of your accolades and everything like that. How are how's the family? Let's start with that. The family is fabulous. Um, I am having so much fun with my boys. They actually went to their first mounted games lesson uh, last Tuesday. uh, Carson is the older one. He's going to be four in June, and Tucker is the younger one. He's just a little over two and a half, so they are getting more engaged in the horses, and I'm just having a ball. They love it. So I have a a five-and-a-half-year-old, and... He kind of goes up and down with the love of the horses. Are your guys in? Well, it's kind of it's kind of funny because we live on our farm, and so the horses are always there. The ponies are always there, so it's not like when they see them, they get super excited about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're you know they haven't been like I want to go ride the pony, but we went for our first trail ride last week, and they. Loved it. My little guy, I was ponying the little guy, and um, Joe was ponying Carson, and Tucker just whined the whole way. It was driving me crazy until we started doing things like going in the creek, which I had not planned on doing, but they were like so game for it. And then once we were going in the creek and we did a couple other cool things, they were like, ah, this is the coolest thing ever. And Carson says, maybe we could do that again sometime. And so oh, I'm like, like yes. I'm like, yes. You know, I'm like, yeah, I can't wait. So hopefully we can start making that a, a regular thing. And they loved the mounted games because that's super stimulating for right. toddlers. And yeah. they, you know, everything in their lives to this point has been racing. So they understand that. So it's, 
I've been trying to think of ways to get them engaged. You know, it's always so fun if your kids like to do what you do. But for now, they have this saintly little pony that they're just safe to do anything with. So. What's the pony's name? His name is QP for Quit Playing. Okay. Yeah, and he is a saint. Oh, the saints are, are good to have. So you are in the makeover this year, but before we get to that, I want to talk about, did you just open an, your own aftercare facility in Louisiana, I think I read? I am working with New Vocations, um, and I'm sort of in charge of the development and the you know raising awareness for um, the new satellite facility of new vocations that is in Covington, Louisiana. So, um, there's, you know, there's been a big issue in Louisiana that's been kind of, um, broadcasted on social media and, um, Louisiana horsemen really needed, um, a a very credible organization to sort of tackle this Mm -hmm. issue. And so, um, new vocations is now down there. You also have a, an off-the-track sport horse business. Tell us about that. Yes, so um, since since I retired, I I started bringing my own horse along. Um, uh, he was he had been reschooled um, to a very low level. My mother reschooled him, and so then I started competing him. And then uh, my husband had a horse retire that you know I was and I was like, well, what are we gonna do with this horse? He's not a horse that we would take and make a track pony. Like, what are we gonna do with him? He was given to us by his owner because uh, it was one of Joe's favorite horses. So I was like, well, let me train him for the makeover, and then he'll just be an all-around horse you know, learning eventing and we can, you know, he can be Joe's fun play horse. So you have the eventing bug. That's your, that's your kind of off the track sport. Um, yeah, I grew up eventing, so I'm just kind of getting back to my roots. So I had these two horses competing and, um, you know, then, you know, having the connections at the track, you know, you have horses pop up all the time. Like, Hey, can you help me find this horse at home? Can you help me do this? Oh my God. I'd be a hoarder. Yes. Um, so, (laughs) and then owning a farm makes it difficult to not be a hoarder, but, um, so I have two horses of my own right now, and then I have two horses for clients. And um, so, uh, and then I have, well, I have more than two. <laughs> I have Do you a, even know I have a couple on the shelf, like, for next year. Like, I mean, <clears throat> you know, when you find a, I found a couple of really, really nice horses that are retiring just from lack of, you know, ability in racing. And um, they're just turning three. So what do you do with them? Well, I have this great luxury of turning them out for a year and yeah. letting them grow feet and, you know, letting them grow up and grow an inch taller and mm-hmm. mature a little bit. So um, one of those uh, is starting this year. He retired last year just after he turned three. And um, I have another one this year that's just turned three. So so which one are you are you taking both to the makeover 2019? Um, I actually have three horses going to the makeover. Oh, wow. horses. Yeah, I have two um, individual horses and then one horse for a team. Uh, so um, all three for eventing? No, actually, uh, one of the horses, I actually have a really exciting uh, prospect in the barn who ran in the Kentucky Derby in 2016. His name is My Man Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does have some limitations from uh, a pre-existing injury that he had from racing. So he's actually going to do the Hunters. Wow. Um, yeah, it's like... From the Kentucky Derby to the Hunters, how amazing. Um, yeah, so um, we've had actually a little setback since he got started. He um, has had a sinus uh, fungal infection in the sinuses so it's being treated for that he's actually just scoped today uh re-scoped today and i haven't even gotten the results but hopefully i'll get be able to get started after this weekend with him um so that's really exciting um 
I have a horse um, for uh, Dr. Stuart Brown, mm-hmm. who is a very, very, very nice, talented horse, and he is will be uh, presented in the Retired Racehorse Project makeover previewed on Friday and Saturday. A makeover demo. Oh, okay, here. The, yes, gotcha. At, at Land Rover. Um, we just had Dorothy on last episode. So yeah, yeah. Um, so, Dorothy, yeah, Dorothy's commenting. She, I, she actually coaches me. Oh um, my God! You're so, that's well, amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Um, as much as possible, which isn't all that much. <laughs> of course, we're talking about Dorothy Crowell, who was just on the retired racehorse radio episode, the previous one. So I mean, she's just just a delight to, to talk to. She is one of my favorite people in the universe. Um, she's one of those people who, you know, as an up and coming trainer, like you just. You just absorb knowledge by being in her presence, mm-hmm. and she's that much fun at the same time. Yeah. Like, she's just super cool and so much fun, and she offered me to watch cross-country with her tomorrow, and I'm so excited. Oh, my so. gosh. Or not tomorrow, awesome. on, Friday, on Saturday. Saturday. So, um, but, yeah, we have the, the Retired Racehorse Ma- Project Makeover Preview, which is Friday at 4 o'clock in the Walnut Ring, okay. and Saturday at... 10 o'clock in the Walmart ring okay, and so great. I'll have Bethel Wildcat um, is going to be uh, doing that preview and then I have one other horse at home who uh, my husband trained and he's the one that retired last year and has had like a year off and just gotten started and he is kind of the one that I've sort of decided I might try to keep and take up the level so oh wow um, yeah I'm really really excited for what's uh, his name his name is Sanimo Sanimo and he um, was bred and raised by Delbridge Farm and he's a uh, very nicely bred by Smart Strike out of a Galileo mare, mm-hmm. and um, he is. I just I galloped him at the track, and I just fell in love with his all day long 700 meters per minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I haven't Take forgotten that. it. So, um, so you know, he's just he is one of the most uh, immature horses that I've started. Um, so I'm really looking forward to getting Dorothy's help with him and. Um, see what she thinks of them, and um, it's lots of exciting things going on this year. Well, it is great to have you a part of the makeover and a part of the aftercare with these racehorses. What you're doing is very important, and we appreciate you coming on and, and joining us to talk about it. Your passion and your enthusiasm is just obvious. So obviously you're here walking around doing course walks. You're just a, as much of a fan of this sport as we are, so it's awesome to see and awesome to meet you. Thank you. It's, it's great to be on. I uh, appreciate you having me. Jennifer got to catch up with the Horse Sport Ireland people because Irish horses are so popular right now. They're the second most represented country of horses behind, you know, United yes, States. Yes, that is correct. What, 25%, I think. So I'm here, here with here we Sophie go. at the Land Rover Kentucky three-day event. See, at least I didn't call it Rolex because <laughs> we're yep. still working on that. And mm-hmm. she is with Horse Sport Ireland. Exactly what is Horse Sport Ireland? Um, so Horseport Ireland is the Irish National Federation in Ireland and we promote Irish horses, the Irish rider um, and we also um, hold the Irish Sport Horse Studbook and the Irish Draft Horse Studbook. Oh, so we have a few different legs. So you're, so are you, so you're not equivalent to the United States Equestrian Federation or are you? Are you a governing body? We're a governing body, yes. Oh wow, you encompass a lot. We encompass a lot. Yeah, we're slightly different because we have the breeding side and the sports side together. Together all mm-hmm. in one. Yes. How interesting is that? Mm-hmm. So some folks get a little bit confused about 
Irish horses because mm-hmm. there's Irish sport horses, there's Irish draft horses, there's Irish this. Give me the sort of the Irish sport horse 101 for Americans. How does that all work? Okay, so, well, actually, we have a platform called Irish Horse Gateway, um, and it's a, it's a website for buying and selling Irish horses. So that will kind of give you everything that you need to know about Irish horses. Yeah. We have Irish drafts, Irish sport horses, Connemaras, and, and so on. So that's probably So they your all fall under your purview? Uh, yeah, they do, yeah. So if our, what horse might somebody have in Ireland that doesn't? Um, so we are basically everything except racehorses. And the racing industry. So it's not if it's a thoroughbred, it doesn't fall under the no. horse sport Ireland no. purview. That's that's a separate jockey club. Yeah. So basically, the, the racing side of the industry is separate to us. Okay. So if somebody were to buy a um, Hanoverian in Ireland, it would be the Hanoverian stud book. It would be yes. But there's a wide variety of breeds that fall under the horse sport Ireland. I didn't know that. Yes. So those stud books are all contained within your group? Yeah, so I suppose a lot of people are looking for the traditional Irish horse. So if you want a traditional, um, then you look for, um, say, Arda Highlight. He would be a traditional, so he'll have Arda Highlight, and then he will have T-I-H and then I-S-H. So the T-I-H stands for traditional Irish horse. It gets more and more confusing every minute. So why do you hang out here at the Land Rover Kentucky three-day event? Well, looking at the entries, we have 27% of the entries are Irish horses. So that's incredible. So you're here supporting the home team? Yes, absolutely. Cool. So you are up on the top of the hill. We are. We're booth 34. 34. Um, We have a course walk tomorrow, um, Friday at 5 o'clock with Ireland's Tim Burke. Um, He's also going to be doing rider signings here um, on Saturday straight after cross-country. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Sophie. Okay, thank you. Well, I just ran into one of our good friends, Jen, from Retired Race Horse Project. I wanted to say radio because I'm so used to saying that. But you are. You're a media partner of Retired Race Horse Radio. Yes, we just started that a couple weeks ago, and you guys do a great job putting on a radio show that's all themed toward the thoroughbreds and cover kind of things before the track on the racetrack and obviously after the racetrack too so we're thrilled to be part of it well it's been fun working with you guys and of course we have jamie who's host of that show and co-host of this show right now um is going to be showing there so that's going to be her first time that'll be fun yes and then a bunch of our listeners are showing so that's it's really cool that this has all come together and we'll be back here I think in this building, actually, Mm -hmm. where we are now in October, right? Yeah, in October, we'll be having uh, the Thoroughbred Makeover the first weekend in October, the 2nd to the 5th. We'll be in the Covered Arena for the finale day and then all over the horse park the three days leading up to that. And we'll have tons of vendors and food trucks. It gets bigger every year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How many competitors? We had about 600 this year. Um, we had to limit it a little bit. We had about seven, over 700 last year that signed up. And, you know, it's, a lot just, of it's gotten so big that, you know, we, we had to think about how to manage it responsibly. So we limited it a little bit this year. So we have about 600 that are training toward it. Um, you know, life always happens. So some of those horses mentally or physically might not be ready for the competition in October, which is fine. That's not like their end goal of life. So they, you know, some of them might come, some people get married or have kids or, you know, different things happen. So I expect we'll probably have four to 500 horses compete. And they, what's the rule as far as the horses are concerned? 
they cannot have started their retraining after the racetrack until December 1st of the year prior to our competition, which means that by the time they get to the thoroughbred makeover, they've had 10 months or less of retraining since their last race or published work. So it's a really neat competition that tests the mettle and the skill of trainers in a different way than a horse show does. No, that's very cool. And you're yeah. set up here. We should mention that you were set up here. If people are at Rolex and you're coming here tomorrow for cross-country day, they are set up on the floor of the in- old indoor arena where all the vendors are, and they have a big booth. You'll see the retiredracehorseproject.org banner. Yes. And what do you have here that they can buy? We've got tons of merchandise, a lot of apparel, everything from, like, riding shirts and cool T-shirts, some funny T-shirts, um, a lot of more cold weather gear as well. We've got saddle pads and ear bonnets and jewelry and drinkware and ball caps and, you know, a lot of equestrian kind of stuff too for your horses. So, you know, come by and get stuff that's infused with a little bit of thoroughbredness. And if you're coming here to compete in October, you need to stock up now. Yes, yes. for sure. We actually, one thing that people have really loved are those C4 belts. And they have the retired racehorse kind of argyle print on them. They're really cool. So that's something that everyone loves wearing. And, of course, you can hear the show, Retired Racehorse Radio, on the Horse Radio Network or any podcast player. Check it out. It's doing very well, and we're so glad you're part of it. Well, you all heard our next guest on the show, what, a week or so ago. Yeah. And that is Abby from the Chronicle of the Horse. One of our terrific auditors, too, has already started with the Bloody Marys this morning. It's my girl. It's (laughs) raining and it's cold. I don't know what to tell you. Vodka on a Friday morning. drinking on the clock? Uh, Yeah, we all have them right now. (laughs) They brought them. No, Chronicle brought them. We get them in the sponsor tent. They just give them to us. So, you know, here we are. You can't well, say no. I, I mean, know. it's like it's free. That's, that's rude. Hello. I would not do that. Well, Abby, it's so fun to see you again. Yeah. Uh, Abby, of course, is one of our terrific auditors as well. But I, I run into you everywhere. You've been to meetups and yep. done all kinds of things. Uh, but we're t- right now, we need to get some picks. All right? Okay. So Abby works for the Chronicle, and I know they made you guys pick your yep. favorites for the winners. Mm-hmm. And Jamie has her favorites picked. So let's hear it, Abby. All right. So... This is tough because I I know who's probably going to win, but then I have like my red, white, and blue. It's your pick. Okay. Well, my first pick is the person's probably going to win. Let's talk Piggy French. That horse. Oh my God. I've never seen him in person, obviously. Corey Um, Crest Echo. Corey Crest Echo. He is just like a heartthrob. He's tall, leggy, red. Love it. Um, and he, I mean, people forget he already went to the WEG. type. I, I do. Does. And it follows. <laughs> sounds familiar. It yeah. follows. I know. And he's got the same little star. Someone actually at the Chronicle told me yesterday, like, he looks like your horse. I'm like, I mean, yes, he does. Two yeah, hands bigger, right. but yeah, okay. A lot musclier. That's fine. Um, but she, I mean, she's already been 10th at the WEG with this horse. Um, and he's been on fire. She's been on fire this season. She's winning everything. If you like, no, Liz Halliday Sharp in our country right now, yeah. that's Piggy over there. She's winning everything. Mm-hmm. So she's on fire. She's coming in on hot streak. Love the horse. Um, but then my red, white, and blue pick, my heartthrob. I love Doug Payne. Oh. I love Van Diver. I mean, I watch all their YouTube videos. Um, you know, and he's just, he's so methodical and he's, you can tell he's just so intelligent. The way he runs his program is so measured and, um, I just think he's he's been Mr. Consistent and he's just ready for that that top placing. So I'm really pulling for them. We met some of their uh, their camp yesterday at our booth and, and they're great people. So 
I'm really excited that's for your, them. That's, that's my that's my red, white, and blue. Bring it home, Doug. And let's mention that his wife, Jess, yep. is host of one of the shows on the Horse Radio Network, Heels Down Happy Hour. Yeah. So, Which, yeah. There we go. Get the plug in. I that's exactly. Plug in. Yeah. Okay. So I had to do, I, I entered the contest on Eventing Nation where you have to pick your top, you have to pick their score, and then you have to pick your tiebreaker for second. And I was like, I'm going to have an American. We are going to have an American this year. Uh, mine is, I just think Setzer Leg is ready. He yeah. is just ready for, he's just ready to do it. He's been everywhere. Written he's done by. everything. Ridden by, of course, the ever so dreamy Boyd Martin. <laughs> so we, we have a type, I long think legs. Boyd every you know. year, I mean, that's I fair. don't. I, well, yeah. I don't. Maybe. Uh, maybe I do. But I think Setzer Leg like, is ready I, to see him and, and all of his past performances. And then, of course, you know, my second place. And these are already published, so it's not like I'm copying you, but I totally picked Piggy French to be Because we my know what second. we're talking about. Yeah, Corey <laughs> Cresseco is primed to win as well. So it's definitely, you know, you see all the scores from Thursday's dress and then you've got just it's like a whole nother it was carnage yesterday day. it was carnage it was and t- so t- like today for the dressage you know you always see a little uptick in scores mm-hmm. i think on friday especially it gets uh, yeah. closer but of course that that's when they somehow accidentally draw the heavy hitters you know yeah. to be on friday afternoon so yeah it's funny how that works yeah it's funny <laughs> how that works it's <laughs> random um and so we'll see kind of how that goes but that's those are my two picks do you have any yes i do and you're not gonna like them Oh, no. Please don't say Boyd and Piggy. No, I got Ollie and then Piggy. Oh, well, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> We're done. We're done here. How can we not include the winner last year with the same horse? You know, I was looking at it because I'm a numbers girl. I love my data, which is, oh, God, I just said We're that out loud. I just said that out loud. Um, She's drinking. from England. No, I just, I'm a nerd. It's fine. Um, I looked at the numbers between the two of them because I was like, all right, probably one of the Brits is going to win. Let's be real. And he hasn't run the horse very much since he came back last year. Um, he's withdrawn it a couple times this year. It's still scoring very well, but he's seems like run, not running it for time. So, hope all is well with it. But Ollie seems to just pull it out when he I just, to. Though. I'm like, maybe he's just running it at Kentucky, and that's what he's doing. It's his <laughs> Kentucky horse, and the rest of them can do everything else. But yeah, I don't know. I just I picked Pig, Piggy over him because How I think long she's. How has it been since we had an American? Do you know? 2008, I think. 2008, which is probably. Dutton. We started coming in 2010 for this show. And uh, in 2008 for the Horse Radio Network. And yeah. are, you're right. There hasn't been an American since then. It's time. Uh, well, it's, it's time. time. Well, Abby, thank you so much. We're happy to announce that you get to come on every month yes. and give us our on this date back in. Like, did you hear <laughs> us talk about you on your birthday? Never mind. Don't listen. Oh. Um, cool. So you're going to be coming back on every month and doing a little Chronicle segment. We're yep. super happy to have you a part of the show. So I'm wonderful. so excited. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, thank Abby. you. Well, that is our show here from... Land Rover. You're at the K- Kentucky Horse Park. He's so scared he's going to say I, the R word. I know. Jennifer in the press conference last night asked a question. She caught herself and everybody went, <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> like it's a bad word. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's funny because everybody's like, this is my first time at Land Rover. And I'm like, me too. Because <laughs> I've never been to a Land Rover Kentucky Street event presented by Mars Equestrian either. So... Uh, we're, we're excited. What, what's going to happen now is we'll have another episode for you that'll come out on your feeds on the uh, Horses in the Morning feed and the Eventing Radio Show feed on Sunday morning. As far as Retired Racehorse Radio, you are recording one and they'll come out uh, early next week. Yes, early so. next week. So we'll have a new one out. We, uh, we couldn't pass up the opportunity to catch some uh, awesome guests for that show here. So we're doing that and it's going to be awesome. 
And if you're a new listener, you can find all of the 17 shows on the Horse Radio Network at the Horse Radio Network app. Just search for Horse Radio Network and iOS or Android in your Play Stores, and you'll find them there. If uh, if you also can find all of our shows on our on any of the podcast players that you listen to shows on, horseradionetwork.com is the website. We look forward to talking to you all on Sunday morning after cross country. All right, don't forget, spay, neuter, geld. Have a great one. <laughs> <laughs>